Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. We're both in a purple haze we, today. Oh, oh, it's, it's back. Dude. Okay. It's back. Oh, okay. First of all, fuck you. Second. <laughs> second. We're, we're talking about... Ooh, I heard a little bit of noise there. We're talking about Jimi Hendrix today. I didn't even realize that I was wearing purple and then you're wearing purple and then we're talk, talking about Jimmy Hayes. Jimmy Hayes. Jimmy. Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix. I try to combine Jimi Hendrix with Hayes with Jimmy Page. If you're watching this on YouTube, my outfit is very deliberate with the, <laughs> the purple, the velveteen dream, who, if you don't know, is like Prince, Jimi Hendrix inspired guy. And then the he's he- a professional wrestler. He's, yes. He's quite. He's amazing. Exquisite. Uh, and then the, the headband. So, you know, uh, the, the video, this brings up a whole new level of trollism it, it, for me. So this, I got the <laughs> nicknames. Now I got the working on the looks. You're a piece of shit is what you people. want. This is our second YouTube video. Uh, we're up in the production value a little bit. We had more things planned, but uh, turns out you need uh, some kind of experience when doing lighting and video production in general. Yeah, it was wild. Right How now. long uh, was I trying to set up for? Alex. I think two hours, 30 minutes. <laughs> two hours, 30 minutes. I could watch a <laughs> Lord of the Rings movie right now. I'm sorry, but no, we're here now. No, it's all good. It looks nice. I hope I'm pretty sure it's going to be uh, good. Anyway, this is every album ever where we listen to every album in the world ever. Uh, one artist at a time. Uh, and if you would like to send us any suggestions for artists that you want us to talk about or love, hate, anything you want, send that to every album ever at gmail.com. If you want to support us, you know, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, leave a rating, review, tell your friends, all the things that will help us. But of course, not uh, help you. Huh? Not help you. No, you're just being nice if you do it. I mean, I hope this podcast enlightens your life. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And also, 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 uh, be sure to check out the Spotify playlist that we've made for you after the after this end of this episode, as well as all the other episodes. There is a playlist for each episode based on songs that we... Alex and I have handpicked our favorites uh, just to, you know, just give you guys a little bit more, a uh, little more insight, a little bit more to chew on. What makes our brains tick? Because we're, I mean, all we do is just talk smack. Uh, yeah. If you don't know, I don't, I don't know if this podcast is an accurate representation of me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Wait, hold on. Listeners have, uh, have grown to love your cyni- char- cynical charm over the past That's a good 15 way to put or 14 it episodes yeah so what about that is fake alex you fucking liar i just feel like you know the microphone the camera you know it brings brings it out of me a little bit i can tell by your headband yes yes <laughs> yes uh this is probably me cranked up to 11 in real life he's quite subdued yes quite a gentle soul yes uh me exactly the same exactly the same exactly uh jesus so like we said we're discussing Jimi hendrix Four albums. This is probably probably the most uh, lazy we've been on well, this podcast. Well, Rage was real short. Huh? Rage Against no, the no, Machine. No, no, I mean, like, because Hendrix has, like, a fucking 70 posthumous releases. And it gets real messy, though. It, yeah. So, four I, albums that he released when he was alive. Yes, I think this is the cleanest way. And, you know, when we cover those four albums, we'll get a little bit into... Yeah. Talk about some of the stuff that he's recorded, uh, but not, you know, didn't put together as a complete album. Uh, so, four albums. First one was in 1967. The last one in 1970. Uh, what year did he die? Was it 70 or 71? Uh, 70. September 70. 18th, 1970. That wasn't too... We've just passed the, well, that was a month ago. Ignore me. Ignore me. This is going to release around fucking uh, like Thanksgiving time. So yeah, yeah. Fucking ignore me. You do the math. <laughs> anyway, uh, shit. You want to just, well, backstory. First of all. Yeah. So uh, he started playing 15, uh, backing guitarists for uh, soul and funk groups like the Isley Brothers, Little Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's this like, it's too stringent. It's too stringent. I got to do uh, my own thing. Uh, Lena Keith, who is uh, Keith Richards' girlfriend at the time, sees him at a club in New York, mm. tells Keith Richards, Keith Richards makes some connections, puts him in contact with Chase Chandler of The Animals, uh, Jimmy's first manager as well as producer on all the uh, experience albums, mm-hmm. which would be the first three albums. 
Um, Trish Chandler is a real important guy. Uh, had a lot of say in Hendrix's career and the way the albums sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will bring him up again. So okay. And then uh, yeah, after Chase Chandler, they put together the experience, and it was this a uh, crazy nonstop uh, touring, recording, never ended until this- he died. Yes. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yes. Well, I mean, he was the world's highest paid performer at one point. Really? Yes. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. He did all this. Only lived to 27. I don't know what I, I haven't accomplished anything at 32. So. I'm 27 now. And guess what I've done? This. Yeah. I've done, what you're seeing? What you're seeing? This, this, this is it. it. This, this is it. This is a part of joy. So, uh, Jimi Hendrix was my first favorite guitar player when I was a a small child. Uh, I've, you know, fucking talked endlessly about me playing music since I was a little kid. He was like one of the the biggest uh, inspirations for me to actually play guitar more. As he is a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He's regarded as like, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest guitar player. And I know I had a lot of fondness from growing up. And uh, for for this episode, uh, I got hot takes. Overrated as fuck. Yeah, we might not Shut, fight on this. What? We might not what? fight on this. Really? I think. <laughs> I'm glad we did this. I can't believe I'm. So, I came in here ready to piss some people off. I mean, we're still armed. I mean, no, <laughs> I was like to piss you off. Yeah, not each other. Um, I'm glad we did this because I'm like, I don't think, I don't think I like him as much as I thought I did. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, at this point in my life, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm like throwing some Hendrix unless maybe I'm talking to some, some kid getting into rock music or hippies. Yeah. If my mom is around, I'll put on Hendrix. Yeah. She was a hippie. If, if you're a basketball fan, I think he's, uh, he's the Wilt Chamberlain of, uh, rock music. So I don't know what that means, but so all right. I'll explain who Wilt Chamberlain is. If you're like Mike, he like Mike, I know that like Mike. Yeah. Um, unintentional pun there. So uh, when the NBA, NBA or basketball was just bland, white guys, this passing the ball around 20 times before <laughs> making it in the basket, along comes... A good American game. Pass yeah, the ball. Yes. Uh, along comes Wilk Chamberlain, the seven-foot black man who this dominated the game. Mm. I think they made the courts bigger because of him. That's hilarious. Only player to ever score 100 points. But... People were like, well, people sucked. Like, yeah. look who he was playing against. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's like, that's kind of how I feel about Hendrix. Like, if someone was like, hey, we're going to watch a classic basketball game. Do you want to watch a Wilk Chamberlain game or Michael Jordan? You're going Michael Jordan yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Like, I'm not like trying to take anything away from Chamberlain or Hendrix. But it's this you definitely are, though. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> Never mind. But, I, I think but, he's still well, go on. But yeah, it's like at the time you were crazy and you're great gateway drug into like other forms of music. But it's just like it hasn't. I don't think it's aged well. Uh, I think he's still a spectacular guitarist or was rather. And even even today, a lot of the, the his style like I, I do tend to prefer style over technical prowess with guitar players, and it's a very cool style. It's a very cool sound. He's very, he's good. He's good as fuck. The songwriting is mostly not there. Aside from we'll get into it more, but uh, as far as actual Jimi Hendrix songs, I dislike fucking eighty percent of it. To to me, like it's like. I have itches that need to be scratched. If I want like freak out psychedelic, I'm going to throw on like Hawkwind, not Hendrix. All right. All right. If I want like something technical, crazy prog rock, mm-hmm. you know, they're like there's King Crimson. All I hear is you like white people more than black people, Alex. All right. That's and why I got, I, we don't tolerate that here. That's why I got this in the pocket. If I want some great classic rock, no, like I'm not trying to be a troll to you. I'm dead serious. Like, I think Santana is the superior artist. <laughs> those first. <laughs> what? What? I'm dead serious. You're fucking with me. No. Those first three Santana albums are infinitely better than anything. I, I don't know how to feel. 
I, I just agreed with you that I think Hendrix is overrated. And Santana? I'm, and I'm saying Santana's better. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because uh, I agree or not, because I have not compared or listened to the first three no, Santana albums in their yeah, entirety. You're only... Com- you're only... On, on the... Smooth. On the- smooth. That's your only... I'm basing it on the sentence. I like Santana more than Hendrix. Yeah. That sentence alone is fucking is funny. outrageous. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, yeah, I'm going there. Shout out to Carlos Santana we, and Rob Thomas. We just pissed off and alienated anybody who came here to listen to us talk about Jimmy Hendrix. Let's put Santana over. Holy shit. Well, well uh, we, we've we've already broken a few. Uh, we've set the table and broke the table. Yeah, yeah. And it only took me two and a half hours. So let's get into it. All right. First album, 1967. Are you experienced? One of the most overplayed out. Yeah, we've all heard the song. Okay, and this is one that I don't feel bad about editing out of the video because we've all fucking you, heard Purple Haze. You've heard it. It's, uh, yeah. it's a good fucking song, though. No, usually I'm pretty good at, about separating, but not that. Not really. Work. Really. Mitch Mitchell Ooh. is an underrated drummer. I think he's pretty highly regarded, but I think he's, you know, fucking phenomenal. Okay. Kiss the sky. I used to think he said, yeah. Kiss this guy, everyone. No, no. When I was a kid, I used to think he said, piss this guy, because oh. I was a fucking idiot. And also, I was like seven, so whatever. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, well, nothing controversial here. Best album, personal favorite. Oh, I'm saving mine for later. Okay. So this we is- We are going to fight. Really? Wait, wait. This isn't your best or- No, not my best or my personal favorite. Okay. Okay. So we're going to fight. Yes, we're going to fight. Just, I'm going to need you to stand up right now because we're going to fight. Yeah. I'll take my shirt off. Please. Yeah. I, I will as well. As well. Uh, this is the only Hendrix album I like. Really? I don't like spoiler alert i don't like many of his albums and this is my favorite guitar player growing up this i loved hendrix this is obsessed this is not bad it's not bad no it's not bad yeah it okay who wants to go first you want to go first you want to shit all over it and then you have to defend it or vice versa and then you'll build it back up go ahead okay okay um I don't know. There's just so many like played out songs on here that I couldn't give it my best or personal favorite. I think uh, Foxy Lady is like my favorite, like standard. Foxy Lady. It's real good. I love the intro. Coming to get you. Yeah. That's it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like he's, you know, trying to pick me up. Um, I hate Red House. It's the only song recorded in stereo, though. Which one's that? It's the fucking bluesy breakdown. There's a few Hendrix songs. As, was it on like a reissue or something? No, it's on the fucking album. <laughs> throw that bad boy on. Yeah, do for that. Y'all. Oh, this. I don't know. It's this fucking boring. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Which version? Did, hold on. Okay. All right, pause it. Okay. Which version did you listen listen to? The fucking one on iTunes. Okay, so here we go. We're already... We didn't listen to the same album. Okay. Okay, so what I know about this is that there are two versions. UK version, US version. They're vastly different. Oh, see, I got the deluxe version. Oh, let me me check out that that fucking order right there. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, the deluxe, uh, the songs that were not on, you listen, okay, you listen to the same album I did, but with more. Different. different okay. I listened to, to just the, the North American edition, which is, uh, starts at Purple Haze, ends at Are You Experienced? Okay. Let me take Gander. So everything, when it goes to Stone Free, all that was UK and it was, and it was ordered differently on the UK release. Uh, like the opening track was Foxy Lady on the on the UK release, which I think yeah, is a, yeah. I think would be an awful awful opener. <laughs> and uh, I I listened 
to just the U.S. version because um, fucking lazy. I don't know. I think that's just the version I would have heard if I was alive during this time. You know, uh, this is what we have notes for, but whatever. Okay. Um, what? Oh, I was just going to say uh, underrated Hendrix songs on this album. Okay. Maybe this be. May this be love? Underrated jam. Agree. I, I don't live today. And uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Third yeah. Stone from the Sun are probably. Third Stone from the Sun. Don't like that one. Don't care for that one. It's boring to me. Yeah. And it's not like it's bad. I think it's it has like a bunch of good shit going on in there. Uh, not a fan personally of things that are too spacey and psychedelic. I love it. I fucking love it. I then I already know where we're going to disagree because Hendrix. We actually tends to do this a lot. Uh, I don't think he does it enough. I think he does it too much. <laughs> you got a glass half full, half empty. Uh, I I agree that. The, okay, so I love this fucking album because when I heard all these songs as a kid, because I've heard all these fucking songs, mm-hmm. I heard it from like a like a, a probably a best of or a greatest hits, you know, some sort of compilation, and uh, the order I, I had that order in my head. I guess. So when I went back to our experience, it has a lot of the same songs, but it's ordered in a way that I think is far superior. It's, it's short. It's consistent. Second, second track keeps up the energy. Mac depression. I think is one of the best songs in the entire era. Love that song. It's a, it's a good song. And then Hey Joe, which I was so fucking tired of Hey Joe, uh, for most of my life because I know when you, you're, it's one of the played out, the most played out songs ever. But when you start as a kid and, and then you hear it, yeah, it becomes it's it's basically smells like Teen Spirit for me. That's and then, what that song is. And then when we listen to Body Count, check out in the archives. Body Count, Body Count episode nine. Check that one out. Uh, I still have to say it's one of the best covers of all time. It's still what it does from the original and how it elaborates and what he did with it. He just made it a fucking like a sexy ass kind of emotional, amazing solos all over the place. Uh, just rock and roll song i think i think the issue with why i don't like hendrix the way i used to anymore is the chess chandler guy like watching the making of these albums uh which are on itunes apple music if anyone wants to check those out this guy this guy is trying to like pinch pennies and not cut corners, but he's real stringent. Mm-hmm. So most of these songs are done in one or two takes. Interesting. And it's a, like I said, it's a relentless cycle of this touring and recording. They never like said, we're going to go and record an album. Mm-hmm. This went and recorded songs. So like some songs end up on Axis. Mm-hmm. Um, or like maybe they thought they'd save some songs for Axis, but they end up on here. There's there's never like a cohesive one album recording session. Interesting. And, and I think I think that's why it's kind of off putting because it's just like done real quickly. Um, obviously, it was very successful and it worked for the time though. Yeah. But um, done real quickly, and I don't know. To me, it it lacks like vision mm. how this i don't know they, they they're real formulaic to me like you heard one jimmy formulaic? i think so this is the only album where i think he's not formulaic go on go on Fucking yeah that's just that's just me like it's to me they laid down foundations for songs and then they would like tweak them in the studio afterwards okay i I will say that the the production on this album is atrocious it's all it's one of the worst six worst examples of 60s production i've ever heard yeah i mean mono was the way to do it it's not really like their fault uh yeah but it's still unpleasant like uh lover confusion actually hurts my ears really it's so and it's no two songs are the same. Uh, only a few of them are like legitimately fine. Uh, but like, uh, I don't live today, which we both agreed pretty underrated, but like what the, ha- what the fuck is happening at the end of it? Where like, it just keeps the, the, the levels are purposely going in and out and I, then, and then switching uh, channels left I, and right. I, I feel like most songs also fade out. 
But the thing is, no, no, it, I don't mean like fading. I mean, like no, it no, goes, no, no, I, yeah, it's, it's like purposely going lower and then going higher, then going lower and going higher, like as like a psychedelic kind of experimental thing. It's stupid as fuck and it's really disorienting to listen to. See, I think that's like the issue I have. It's like psychedelic on like the surface only. Yeah, yeah. There's like, nothing, these not, songs are just blues songs. Yes, it's rooted in blues music. Um, it's funny, like this album has been like, all his albums actually this analyzed to death and i was so worried like what do we what are we gonna add to it but i guess well, what are we gonna add no no no, no. shitting I'm, on uh, it apparently yeah. <laughs> it's not even that i think it's a bad album i just can't like envision myself throwing it on anymore okay i i, I do see that because I, I don't see myself going back to this in terms of but i do think it's fucking near flawless i every song Except for third song from the sun, which is still good, but it, you know I yeah. can take it or leave it. I don't think I, any I of his albums are flawless. This is why I I I am so. That's why we by have him. this podcast. Yeah. Also, I'm not like a guitar player, and I I will say watching footage of Jimi Hendrix is way more entertaining to me than listening to an album. Well, um, yeah. I mean, plus they're recorded like ads, but even as a guitarist, I don't. I don't revere him like that. I, I just listen to these as, as are these well-written songs or not? These mm -hmm. ones definitely are. And then I listen to this, the albums afterward and it sounds uh, like someone else wrote them. Like it's in the same style. It's in the same kind of genre, obviously, but See, I think they were not as inventive as they are in, on this whole album. Every song in here is creative and different in its own way. See, I think you like Chash Chandler ringing, reigning in Hendrix. How do you mean? Like, uh, we'll get into it later, but like Hendrix has like all these bold, wild ideas and Chas Chandler's just like, that's not co commercially viable. That's not going to sell, baby. Yeah. You got to listen to me. I, I, is he like, he's, is he British or Scottish? He's got like one of those rough. Like, I imagine him as a, just a, an overweight guy from New York. That's with, with a cigar. He's an overweight smoking you're not far <laughs> off you just got your countries mixed up he was in the animals so, really yeah what do you do uh was he keyboard player but yeah he he comes across to me as like real cynical and jaded about the music business since he's like we only got like two hours to record this wrap this shit up well i guess it's good that every every member is fucking amazing well uh I actually heard uh, there's a story of Chris Squire from from Yes telling a story about this lineup. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious how he he said that he was watching. Never heard of Jimi Hendrix. I don't even think he'd ever met a black person in his entire life. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and he he met him. He was talking to him before the show. He's like, oh, that's a nice guy. And then he sees him on stage, uh, like sound sound testing, and he's trying to show the bass player the songs, and the bass player just like looks like he never played a day in his life. He's like, what the, f what, what is this train wreck? What, 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 this guy can't play. Yeah. Wait, what's going to happen? What do these fucking guys sound like? They're, they're the ones headlining. What's, what's what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then he doesn't play and he's like, oh, they're incredible. I'm so confused. <laughs> but so I don't know if that bass player is just, you know, if it's like dumb luck or if it's Jimmy carrying everything, but Mitch Mitchell drummer, he one of the best, best drummers of all time. So good. So his posture, awful, awful posture. <laughs> Have you seen him play? He looks hilarious. I dig, I dig the way he looks when he's playing. I would watch the shit out of that Isle of Wright uh, Hendrix DVD back in the day. Mm. And this be amazed by uh, Mitch Mitchell, which is a silly name. That'd be like if I was Alex Alexander. Yeah, um, yeah it's a very stupid name. <laughs> um, and I think Mitch was more into Jimmy and Noel Redding, the bass player, was more into much like uh chase this very or i think it's Chaz. i've been calling him chase i think it's Chaz. Mm -hmm. um very clean cut let's go in let's knock these out like very professional mm -hmm. and i think mitch and jimmy were this more kindred feel it man yeah yeah very always on lsd yeah yes i don't know what he sounds like an awful alcoholic, Jimi Hendrix. Uh -huh. I'm sure he's awful on acid. I don't know what is. Well, he died at 27, so there's a reason. For couldn't it. have been uh, in too good a shape. Anyway, I'm I'm very surprised that we're disagreeing. Like we 
agree and disagree on the most nonsensical fucking things. Yeah, if someone has like a betting pool before going into episodes, <laughs> that's a good idea. They're wrong every time. <laughs> that's a good idea. They're wrong every time. You know what? It's it's almost refreshing because the last few episodes we've been on the same page. Uh, we need we need some some conflict again. Yes. Uh, anyway, that's my best album. That's my personal favorite. Alex disagrees because he's wrong. We are now on to access bold as love nineteen same year nineteen sixty seven. What the fuck kind of opening song is this? Well, they have a EXP open. That's like an intro. intro. As far as opening tracks go. It's just songs like this that rub me the wrong way. Like, it's it's like pseudo-psychedelic without going there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who likes this song? I don't think anybody. Let's, it's, it's okay, enough of that. that that's a... That's a real bad opener. That's a real bad opener. It doesn't even make, like it sounds like a like a like a B side or something. Yeah, so that's why I have this as my worst. Album. Worst, Re- really? Yep. This is your worst. This is my worst. Okay. I I I want to argue, but I I don't I don't I don't. Hmm. I this fit, is my. Is this third, your second favorite? Well, here's the thing. It's. <laughs> So it's technically your worst. Tec- no, no. <laughs> technically, it's my second favorite, but really, it's my third worst. Okay, like see. it's not really because everything that's not all your experience, I think, is just like just in, the drop off from the first album to this one is insane. It's it's like this album sounds to me like someone came in trying to write a Jimi Hendrix song. I mean, every every like most of the songs on this album. It's the same. It's the same team. Nothing has changed. Like I said, uh, they didn't go in and say, "Let's make Access Bold to Love." They're just recording songs mm-hmm. and trying to mishmash them. Um, yeah, and it was on this album that I realized, like, I just feel like it's a guy noodling on his guitar. Like he's real good at it. Yeah, but like nothing feels like is fully fleshed out as it could be. And then yeah, there's like stuff that sounds cool like yeah i want to hear like a psychedelic album about ufos yeah is that what this is it's just kind of lame like that first song oh yeah yeah it's you know it's not a concept album i'm just kind of using that as a a jumping off right right right. um yeah uh ain't no telling isn't great but it's a good change of pace from the rest of the album i think it's all right i think if six was nine is a real overrated song i think it is uh it's like it's i don't think it's a bad song but it's like a a less memorable foxy lady it's like someone came in and like we need a foxy lady kind of song and then they wrote if six was nine i think also the issue is like after sergeant peppers came out everyone wanted to do a sergeant peppers but like the beatles are like we're done touring they've got nothing but time Mm. where hendrix with the you know production of Chaz. It's just like, well, we'll record like the bare bones and then we'll I should have wrote down the engineer's name. We'll meet up with the engineer and then we'll kind of like add the weird freak out stuff in posts mm-hmm. instead of like, where do we want to put this weird? Yeah, that freak out stuff. doesn't fucking work. Uh, at least not for me. Uh, I, mean, I do think the production is is way more consistent this time. Like it doesn't physically hurt me to listen to it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's still it's in it's the sixtyisms were strange. Like you know, we'll throw all the vocals in one ear only, and then we'll have all the drums in the other ear. Well, now this one they actually did stereo, actually. So it was done properly. Yes, properly. I guess that's the, yes. That's so the I use. think the the drums sound better on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's so fine. The uh, fucking generic. Uh, oh, what the fuck is ha- who's singing on that shit? That's uh, Noel Redding, the bass player. That guy. Needs to not. I'm gonna. I'm going to play a little bit of that because as much as I don't like the vocals on it, I think it's one of Mitch Mitchell's best tracks. All right, good. Blistering drums. I wrote down blistering. a machine yeah Ugh. hey you want to play beat buddy no this 
doing a drum roll. Yeah. Oh god, everybody else is so bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's yeah. I think Mitch is the only good part of that song. I, do. I can't even fucking listen to it. There's a lot of ballads on there. I do like Little Wing. Little Wing is incredible. Yeah. Little Wing. Little Wing is one of my the, one of the first big hurdles I think every guitar player goes through. Like oh, if you really? can play Little Wing, then you're 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 getting there. Yeah. Uh, now even today, like I. I still not today literally, but like these days, I still play it like without even thinking about it. If I'm just like holding a guitar, this muscle memory, yeah. And uh, but it's oddly short. Like it just just drifts off and ends like after two minutes. Like a lot of songs do. It's I, weird though, but it's it's like he didn't know how to end it. So like ah fuck it, fade it out after. Yeah. But is it? I think uh, was it Stevie Ray Vaughan did the, the the legendary not legendary but like a very well known six minute cover because he elaborates the fuck out of it. Of course he does. Whether or not you like Steve Ray Vaughan and his little noodlings, I he was another one of my favorite guitar players growing up. So fuck you, Alex. Oh man. Uh, and this is a guy who doesn't like blues saying you that. Hit me with some uh, Yao. What's the uh? the Yowie Wowie guy? Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Yeah, the he had like the Silver Surfer album. What? Let me look this guy up. All look. right, well, while you're looking that uh, up, yeah. what the fuck you're talking about? You talk about your steamy rave on. <laughs> Shoot, you fucking slanderous bastard. Little Wing, it feels like it needs, like it needed elaboration, that it needed to go on for a while. Like there, there that song could have been jammy because it has such a pretty bass uh, chord progression, uh, but it just ends and it's sad. And it makes me sad. Uh, I do think uh, Castle of Made of Sand is fun. It's very pleasant. Very, you know, I think, I think it's all right. I yeah. The, um, oh, I don't know the guy. Uh, Joe Satriani. Oh, Joe that's Satriani. Not, that's not who I was thinking of. He's another one of those guys. Uh, never gave him a shot. Don't care for that kind of that style. Uh, neither, uh, neither do I, obviously. I'm not a fan of his sunglasses either. Who? Not that that he not that he shouldn't wear sunglasses, but just the style of sunglasses is what I have a problem with. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> talking about uh, I already forgot his fucking name. Uh, Steve, Silver Surfer. Steve, <laughs> Steve Vai. Well, no, he's got the see, he's got surfing with the alien Joe Satriani. Oh, weird. Uh, anyway, uh, so. I don't know. You got me floating. It's pretty fucking bad. Uh, I don't. Uh, There's too many ballads on here for me. I don't think Hendrix is real good with the ballads, except for Little Wing. Except for Little Wing, it's the one ballad. song he should jam out on, he doesn't yeah. jam out. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's a just a huge drop off after the first album. It's a huge letdown compared to the first one for me. And I don't know. It's already apparent at this point that he. Hendrix was more his style than just a, than a good songwriter in any way. I think his style is amazing, but I care more about songs than style. The the dude seems like a mess on it. I, I don't think he knows. <laughs> I was being so thoughtful. And like, hey, fuck him. He's stupid. He sucks. And he's, he's a mess. I mean, obviously, yeah, great guitar. But like, you know, is this on acid all the time and drunk and fucking locking his girlfriends in closets? Like, whoa. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what happened there? I don't. I, I didn't really. What look. did she do, Alex? She did. What did she do? She was probably like, "Fuck Mitch Mitchell," and he's like, "Bitch, what'd you say to me?" Then, <laughs> For no reason, she's like, "No, fuck Mitch Mitchell, a stupid <laughs> name." Yeah, yeah. And then he locked her. That in motherfucker needs to stand up straight. And he's like, "Hey, baby, I'm gonna do some acid and play Risk for ten hours." Really? No. I'm oh, that'd been good though. Because- that was an actual story. Well, you heard it here first. I'm just combining things I read about Hendrix. I read that he was real good at the board game Risk. That's hilarious. Well on acid. Because he, he's a military man. So Really? Yeah, he was a paratrooper. What? Whoa, 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 what? Did you say that at the beginning of the episode? And it, I, I was no, not- I, I, I skipped over it because I'm like, is this important? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's important. I have no fucking idea. I feel bad talking. Of course, he's like all trying to probably drown all his PTSD with fucking acid for I will, some reason. I will say excellent, excellent style and clothing. He could pull all of it off. Dude, black guys can pull anything off. I probably would look ridiculous like that. Hendrix, so beautiful. Dude, like... The headband and the the fucking draping everything oh, the, that Woodstock outfit. Oh, oh man! And bell bottoms. The the only one who could ever rock bell bottoms timelessly. Yes, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's got he he could pull it off. Motherfucker was a good looking dude. Should have been a model. Yeah. <laughs> get, get out of music, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. No I'm kidding. He, no, he's a great uh gateway drug into cooler things, I think. I guess. It's it's far more impressive when uh I mean, at the time, there wasn't anybody more impressive. No, yeah, that's the thing. It's the, I'm being spoiled living now with access to all this wonderful music. Yeah. I'm sure at the time, um, metal, of course, was not really a thing. This is probably like the heaviest you could go. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. And I bet live it was fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I enjoy like watching. Some. But I mean, like even being in the room with it, like th- shit oh, changes okay. when you're in the room. Yeah, with, yeah. With, like all any kind of performance, even um, even opera, dude. Like I don't know if you've ever been to an opera before, and I never will. See, and here's why. Let me school you for a second, buddy. All, all right? right, all right. I don't love opera, but I fucking respect the hell out of it because it's so hard to like those, those vocalists are unbelievable. Like, I'm not that good of a singer, but. Like, even when I try to, like, emulate what they're doing, like, fuck. You, you can't. It's so hard. It takes so many years and then raw talent in addition. And so when you're at an opera, yeah, it's fucking boring. Okay. But there's some there, crazy shit going there's, on. There's some, like, there's something about hearing those people. Like, they're fucking right there and they're yelling. You hear what they're doing. Yeah. It's powerful. Uh, though, I mean, I don't think that with poetry. I think poetry sucks. But <laughs> even, like... Anything, stand up comedy. You're in the room with stand up comedy. You feel it. You feel the laughs more. You feel everything more. I bet seeing Hendrix live was fucking incredible. Uh, don't care for his albums. Okay. <laughs> you want to move on? Moving, moving right. on. Moving on. We are the following year. Uh, Electric Ladyland, 1968. Hey. Again, an uh, interesting opening. Also, like, I love Parliament Funkadelic. Like, they probably wouldn't sound the way they did if it wasn't for Hendrix. It's interesting. Oh, shit, I messed up the lyrics. I want to show you, not tell you. Yeah, this is like a Curtis Mayfield song a little bit. Interesting. So, this is an interesting album. Is this... There's only... I'm going to go ahead and guess. Is this your favorite? This is my favorite. This is my worst. This This is my my best. Best favorite. Worst, least favorite. I love it. I hate it. I fuck. Okay. Why are we friends? (laughs) You know, we agree on the surface level, but... When you get to the nitty gritty, yeah, we that's fucking have nothing in common. <laughs> like we started off on an excellent note. Yeah, yeah, we think Hendrix is overrated, and it's devolved to this point. Oh, I. This album is so long. It is long, seventy-five minutes. Uh, there's some duds on here too. There, I would say, uh, more dud than not dud. In fact, I feel like my favorite songs are going to be your least favorite songs. Probably because I'm gonna go ahead and give you my favorites because they're there. I'll be done real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Last three songs in the album. That's it. The Last final three. three songs House Burning Down, All in the Watchtower, and Voodoo Child, Slight Return. Well, Slight Return is good. Uh, yeah, those are those are good. Those three are the only songs on this 75 fucking minute album that I actually like from beginning to end. I like Cross Town Traffic. It's okay. I, I, I don't hate it. But I don't love it like the, the other three. I love Gypsy Eyes. Ah, uh, which one's that? All right, let me give you a taste. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you like it. I don't... Not really. It's... I don't hate it. okay i mean it's it's funky funky all right you know fuck you (laughs) um i like the style of it more so than the 
the execution. Yeah. Um, I also love uh, 1983. I think that's okay. okay. Yeah, it's okay. 13 minutes. I knew you were gonna hate it. 13 minutes. I think it's my fa- favorite Hendrix track. Really? Ever? What? Yeah. What? I love it. My voice just went up a fucking extra octave for that. Yeah, I love what? it. I love it. Oh, okay. Uh, it, okay. And then burning the midnight lamp is also another standout to me. Uh, the, you know what? The intro of that song actually sounds like a Mother of Invention song. Frank Zappa's band. Yeah. It, it, it I like that. Uh, it's interesting. I think it's strange. Uh, I didn't love it, but I think it's interesting. We got to no. We're going back to 1983. 1983. Beautiful in parentheses, song. a mermaid I should turn to be. Worst song title. Beautiful. In the Beautiful. Everything about it. <laughs> Don't change a thing. <laughs> No, flawless, dude, ex- flawless victory. Bullshit, flawless, <laughs> fucking bullshit, dude. If this was a three-minute song, I would love it. But it's they. You know what? We're gonna throw an extra ten minutes on top of it. Yeah, ten and it's minute, better for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's the Hendrix I want, baby. That's the fu- that's the, that's the fuck Chas Chandler track right there. I mean, yeah, it's the spaciest, and this is a spacey fucking album. That's why I love it. That's why I don't love it. Uh, it's like, I don't mind spacey and psychedelic. I don't, it's not, I wouldn't go to it as my fucking first choice to listen to, but the way it's done on here, it's like, these are average songs made spacey and psychedelic. That's I what, that's how I felt. That's how I feel about his whole career though. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like this album does it better. Oh, uh, gypsy ice took over 50 takes. See, that's I'm re- uh, that's part that's part of why you need Chaz, but it's like two extremes. Jimmy wants to do fifty, Chaz wants to do one or two. Yeah, this is yeah. There's somewhere in the middle there. Um, him and Noel started getting into it. Um, uh, what, fighting player. Yep. Um, they like Hendrix is like bringing in all his friends and Noel's like, it's a fucking party in here. I want to like record. I don't mm. want to like socialize. Um, so Noel is barely on the album. A lot really? of the bass is Hendrix or other people. Oh shit. Really? Yep. Um, drummer buddy miles is on a few tracks here who, uh, has a great album called them changes. And then future Hendrix, he's on the next album. Right, right. Uh, he's a great drummer. Um, yeah, there are some there are some turds though, like rainy day, dream away, and then still raining, still dreaming. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Do- I remember remember those. <laughs> and then I think I hope we can agree on this that Voodoo Chili is fucking <laughs> Voodoo Chile. <laughs> it's Voodoo Child, but it, was it like a? Uh, it's, what do they call it when it's like uh not slang but the uh it's how you feel about 1983 is how i feel about that fucking voodoo song. child is 15 minutes of blues nonsense it's just fucking and it's right at the beginning of the album it's what track four yep i skip it 10 times out of 10 it's dude you know what i don't hate it though because i don't hate 1983 either mm-hmm they're just too fucking long, and I don't, I, I don't like bluesy, jammy bullshit. Uh, but if it's like, if you have to throw, if you have to have one on the album, it's okay if you like to kind of space out and have it on in the background. But for fifteen minutes, uh, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, also why I think like Hendrix doesn't work. I don't feel like his songs have like peaks and valleys, like, like we said earlier. You hear like the first 30 seconds of a Hendrix song, like that's what you're No, that's that's the whole song. Yeah. It's, it's all the style. It's all his style. Uh I, yeah, I feel like this album does have like some peaks and valleys and highs and lows instead of just the Foxy, Foxy Lane. Yeah. 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 It's this like it's sta- that's, that's, that's that's all of Hendrix. It's yeah, Hendrix stays here. Doesn't go lower or yeah. higher. this yeah. that's yeah. that's where he's at yeah but that's it's it's so much more confusing to me because of how i think 
all the songs in the first album are, are so that they, from a songwriting standpoint, they're constructed and they're very well done. They have those different changes in moods and they're, they're fucking interesting. And then everything after that, it's, it's like a, a knockoff of whoever wrote those songs. Except for 1983, which yeah. is Mike's favorite song. You shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth. I like the first three minutes. I think the first three minutes is fucking awesome. I like and the then, first three minutes. I like the last three minutes. I like the middle three minutes. And then <laughs> multiply that by how many? <laughs> Until you get to 13. And then I like three more minutes. Again. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm fucking kill myself. Uh, I don't know, man. Not for me. I, the fact that the three standout tracks, in my opinion, are the last three in the album mean I got, what is it, fucking, you know, 68 minutes of shit that I, I would rather not listen to again. It's not for me. It's just not, like, I can't even call it a bad album because everybody's so good on it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not, not for me. Are, yeah. you, are you more of a, a Noel Redding fan than you're letting on, maybe? You're like Noel's barely Dude, on the album. Fuck it. Honestly, when you're talking about that, like, hey man, I just want to get these songs done. You're all, it's always, a, it's always a party in here. I don't want to socialize. I want to, fuck man, this guy's right. Like, oh, no, that's exactly what I would do in that situation. I would he's get fucking a, mad. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not. No, he's, he's not. not wrong. Maybe they, you know what? Maybe I shouted him too early. Maybe, Maybe Chris Squire doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, saying he could have played. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Underrated in terms of a personality. <laughs> no, no reading. No reading. Just wants. Just a everyday blue collar guy who wants to clock in, clock out, and fuck all your bullshit. Fuck all your bullshit. You hear that, Jimmy? And I'm sorry, he's that's not nice. He's not alive anymore. I, uh, I when I went to Seattle, I went to Jimmy's grave, and oh really? Yeah, that was uh, it's a cool little gravesite. What uh, was it? Nice stone. Yeah, you know the stones were free. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I guess we're gonna move on. Here we are. Last album. You thought we'd never get there with these fucking fucking four albums. Our first our first live album on the show, I should say, too. That's a first. We normally don't first do album. live albums, but this is not really... It's live, I guess. I mean, it's, it's live. A technicality. These are original songs. It's not like they were recorded and then they, they, they made a live album out of the song. This is, this is the only place to find... This is the original version of these songs. Yes, first time the public hears these songs. Also, it's a new band, essentially. It's not even, there's no longer the Jimi Hendrix experience. Yes. This is now Band of Gypsies, and the album's called Band of Gypsies. This is 1970. <laughs> I would have liked to hear more albums with this lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. And the, listen to that. That bass. Mmm. That's silky. So, silky smooth. Mr. Uh, I'm a mess with uh, Billy Cox. Billy Cox. Yeah. No relation to Dewey Cox. Or Brian Cox. Yeah. One of those is fictional. <laughs> so this goes on for nine minutes, and that's not a joke. Uh, well, it does go on for nine minutes, but uh, Buddy Miles starts fucking scatting, and it's hilarious. I don't care who you are. If you're scatting, it's fucking funny to me. Scatting is fucking stupid. <laughs> Sorry, are we going to do corn? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not going to get another chance to do that i needed to get it out of my system uh that was a nine minute opener and then the following song is like 14 minutes or 13 minutes something like that i love machine gun though i think this is not the worst album and this is 45 minutes of the same song i almost for some reason I almost gave it personal, and then I realized, no, no. Really? Because I really love Machine Gun. I like uh, Power to Love a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just got a uh, little more funky. Yeah. I like Changes. Yeah, it's not quite as good as the Black Sabbath. No, no, no relation. I, there's no relation. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just same, called the same the thing. Same one. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see more of this, but yeah, it's it's so weird. Like Noel Redding, him and Jimmy had like the falling out, but then he's like later quoted as saying, um, 
I like Hendrix. I don't like Mitchell. I was like, whoa, whoa. what did Mitchell do? Because yeah. everything I'm reading. So maybe that's something I, I got to look into. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, shockingly good production. This uh, this live oh, album. There were so many problems with the. Pr- it's insane. Really? It sounds as good as it get, does. <laughs> the the this live album sounds better than all their studio albums. It's you full, think so? It's bassy. It's fucking powerful. It's clean. You can hear everything very, very crisp. It's not all stupidly fucking panned in each ear. There's no ins and outs and psychedelic bullshit thrown on top of it. It sounds consistent and clean. I think it sounds great. I think if the uh, a lot of the earlier stuff was recorded like this, it would be perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the actual songs, it's just blues jamming for the whole album. Something, blues jamming. Something about that machine gun riff, and I'm just gonna throw it on. Up that baby on. I can just listen like it's. I can just listen to that fucking riff all day. So that's probably why I don't care that it's super, super, super long. Because it's like, yeah, it's like an ohm song almost to me. Like, it's, yeah, play that same riff over and over again. That's how I feel kind of about the first track. Yeah, yeah. Hurry up, Jimmy. Yeah, I did, uh, apologize. I should have like queued up that specific lick that I wanted. There we go. So, Jimmy. Is that is that what I, I don't even know what I like anymore? <laughs> You're in a purple haze, man. I, the haziest of haze. Yeah, that's like, the main, that's like the main riff. Though, okay, right. Here we go. Yeah, it's almost Black Sabbathy. Yeah, just performed Jimi Hendrixy. So yeah, just play that riff for 14 minutes. Fuck, that's a long song. This part, uh, whatever. Come back to the the Sabbathy part. It just sounds like Voodoo Child. Slight return. That's what this sounds. Now like. it does. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's it, they're all the style. Uh, I still think it's pretty pretty decent song. Uh, if you like blues, this is fine. The, other than that, it doesn't do anything. It's long and it's jammy, and it's in the it's the same style and mood the whole way through. Solos galore. Uh, the what's his uh, Brian Cox? <laughs> That's not his name. I know Billy Billy Cox. Billy. Good singer. Significantly better than than uh, fucking Noel. That's not Billy. That's Buddy. Buddy Miles, the drummer singing. Really? Yeah. He is real good. You should check out Them Changes. It's Them a good changes. album. It's a good album. We should all do that. You, two, then, you two watching. Or and listening. then, yeah, you hear Changes here, and then he, like, reinterpreted it for his album. Mm. So. All right. Interesting. Uh, this is the most forgettable for me, because I didn't hate it, but also I would never go back to it. I, I almost thought, like, when I, when I first listened to it, I was enjoying that first long ass song the second one i was like all right this is fine too and then i changes man that chorus i fucking hate it like i don't know i don't know something i just hate that riff it's a fine song but you might not like that album then well already then uh (laughs) but uh by the end of it i thought like technically this is the worst for me because it doesn't do anything memorable at least the album before it had you know along all along the watchtower which i I didn't even mention it when we were talking about it uh once again he's makes a better song out of someone else's song. Yeah. Well, I, I think this album was just done to fill like contract obligations. It, I mean, the liveness of it certainly seem, seems that way. Uh, so I thought like, this is obviously the worst, but when I went back and listened to all of them again, I like, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not, it's definitely not. It's but, a, it's a uh, real interesting to me. I don't know what, uh, I don't know what the guitar pedal game was like back in the day. He was kind of an innovator for that. Well, he was real minimal until this album. Then, like, when all like shit. Yeah, like now he'd be have like it. Like if he grew up today, he'd have like a crazy pedal board. But surprisingly oh, yeah. minimalistic until yeah. this. Album. I appreciate that. I appreciate using the instrument. Uh, I mean, yeah, like it, like we're you talking have- to you, the Edge. <sighs> <laughs> you mean? <laughs> That's every U2 song. Fuck that guy. Uh, I don't know. With, with pedals, you can have all the pedals in the world if you can't play the fucking instrument. What, what, who cares? What's the point? Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, this is completely off top. 
not off topic, but off of the Jimi Hendrix. Like very recently in my entire musical life, I, I decided to bring pedals into it. Uh, I used to, it wasn't like a strict kind of like, you know, I'm not going to fuck you pedals. I don't need no pedals. It was just, if I don't desperately need it, why would I do that? It's just more work for myself. Sure. So I went, you know, 20 years without learning how to use pedals. <laughs> like I, maybe I'll throw in a fucking distortion if I don't have one on, on my app or something. And then recently I started performing solo. So I brought in some octave stuff, some just stuff to make it. So uh, basically if you're performing solo, I want to sound like I have some backing behind me. Sure. And now I use pedals. Still two pedals. Use two pedals. <laughs> two pedal man over here. Three if you use if you're counting the tuner, which is. But anyway, uh, it didn't sound like he's using all all kinds of crazy shit on this album. No, I'm sure he's not. Um, I think he this had more pedals. I don't think he's like using them in a, a crazy way. Right, right. I just thought it was an interesting note. You would think yeah. this guy would be like all about it. Uh, I don't know how many options there were back in the day either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously, I just figured it out like last week. But wait, wait, what the fuck happened with the production? Um, you, you were, it, it, was a, it was a mess. I think Hendrix is supposed to be the producer on this album, mm -hmm. and he didn't realize how hard <laughs> it was. Um, the recordings weren't that great. Um, he he felt like uh, Buddy Miles was like ad lib singing too much as well, uh -huh. and. Yeah, these are this real, like, I don't know who, like, pulled this all together, but allegedly it was a mess and it didn't sound great. But um, someone, probably the same engineer guy who worked on the, I think his last name's Kramer. This probably worked his fucking magic. And Well, it sounds great. It's the best sounding of all the albums. Least interesting, in my opinion. Least interesting. But the, again, I didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. Not gonna listen to it probably ever again i don't think i'm gonna listen to any of these albums <laughs> we're fuck who the fuck are we you know who the fuck are we to shit on a legend i don't know to be alex huh to be fair i've been listening to music a long time as <laughs> so most I. people so, yeah and the, the only the only kind of solace i can i can gather from all this is that at least we're saying something different and we're we're not this is how we feel Fuck, man. Like, I like I, I love Jimmy. I wanted to go in thinking, like, yeah, well, obviously he's a fucking legend, but I don't fucking see it I, yeah, or hear it. I don't feel that way anymore. Well, you know, I can admit, like, he's a good gateway drug. Like, I probably wouldn't listen to the music I do now if I didn't listen to Hendrix. Same, so, same. So, you know, I can admit that, and I, I get the charm of it. It's this... It's... I grew, I grew the fuck up. <laughs> I remember my first beer, all right? Uh, all of a sudden, Alex is better than us now. All right, all right. Although I do agree, but <laughs> I um, still have to devil, devil's advocate this a little bit. So, yeah, he goes and passes away, and I guess we should talk about his album's release afterwards. Yeah, a lot of posthumous stuff, a lot of a lot of songs that, that are famous of his that aren't on these albums. Yes, and I would say if you are a completionist, if you enjoy it, I think the three albums... First, you go first, first rays of new rising sun. Okay, was that what would you was that like immediately after? Uh, so no, they release like a couple albums afterwards, but they weren't like mixed and put in the way that uh people felt like Hendrix would want to. Mm -hmm. So I believe in the nineties, I didn't write my notes down. Um, they came out with first rays and they're like this is the more complete version of what jimmy wanted and how it would sound because there was also like some sleazy producer who would come in add all these extra bells and whistles that weren't necessary for the songs mm -hmm. so it's like it's it's impossible to guess what he would have done because he may have this like recorded these songs as reference points mm -hmm. So who knows if this would have been the album, but it's yeah. it's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that album, you know, you got your um, you got freedom on there. You freedom. got you got Angel, you got Dolly Dagger and Easy Rider. OK, so um, and then I think there's an interesting track on there called Room Full of Mirrors, which is kind of wacky and weird, especially for Hendrix. Mm. And then I would say the second album, Blues, 
which is this blues inspired stuff. Oh, wonderful. Yep. I know which one to definitely not ever listen to. And then uh, Valleys of Neptune, which came out 2010, you got what I think is a better version of Stone Free on there and mm-hmm. unreleased tracks. And again, that's done in the attempt to bring you the closest you could get to Jimmy's vision. Okay. So I think those three albums help give you a uh, more complete picture of his um, of his writing skills gotcha. and all that. Or lack thereof. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then obviously you don't got the Star Spangled Banner solo. Oh, yeah. So ghosts, you know, we yeah. live in a streaming age. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Pick the songs. There's plenty to, he's a lot of good songs. Album wise, I don't think he was, uh, he was not fortunate to have a good album compiler and he wasn't good at it himself. Yeah. This thing is, you know, a hectic schedule. Uh, the producer being like, you should sound this way, but Jimmy wants to sound that way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's this uh, story of an artist in turmoil here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that's uh, cause it's the end of Jimi Hendrix. Yes. I don't mean that as a death thing. I'm sorry. I mean, like the episode. Yeah. But- I well, What more can we... <laughs> I say and we spat on his grave quite a bit. I think I think we did a a good job of I I was scared like this been like I said analyze to death what what are yeah what are these the two, two schmucks gonna bring to the table aside from a, a nice headband and some purple yes so uh, I think hopefully people found this uh, a different take on a leg- I fucking hate us now. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get it. Hey, man, as long as they're engaging, you know, fuck it. Uh, so recap, we got time. Okay. Best album, personal favorite. Are you experienced 1967? I think it's damn near flawless with a uh, god awful production. And that's the only one I would listen to again. Pretty much worst album. Uh, 1968 electric Ladyland. Uh, I hate it. Okay. Alex, what you got? Best album, personal favorite, Electric Ladyland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1983. All day. All 13 minutes of it. Worst album, Axis Bold as Love. Except for Little Wing. Except for Little Wing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And a blistering drum performance by Mitch Mitchell on She's So Fun. But a bad song. Bad song. <laughs> great drum performance that's thank you so much for listening and watching we really appreciate it this is uh we're we're, we're putting some effort now oh, we've put we've always put effort okay motherfuckers but now we're putting real ass effort uh we're moving at the speed of light now i can't God keep up damn right like uh for video watchers you can see our little backdrop with our, our logo in the background we intended to have like album covers shifting uh like from we know whatever album we're talking about uh but we don't have lights so whenever that's on the focus of my camera gets shifted to that and you can't see us. And then it's a fucking mess because we're not professional and we have no idea what we're doing, but we're going to get there. So thank you again. Uh, if you enjoyed this, you you want to support us, subscribe and like on iTunes, uh, fucking Spotify, tell a friend, spread the word. It will help us out a lot or not. And you can follow me on Instagram at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex at Mother Puncture. And once again, if you want to check out our sp- Spotify playlist <clears throat> that we've compiled for this episode, as well as every other episode, uh, our personal favorites. Uh, there will be three songs on there. Um, kidding. We like more than three songs. Uh, you can go ahead and do that. There's going to be links on every album ever.com. Uh, and if you want to just cut the fat and just follow Alex on there at mother puncher Inc. That's mother puncher. I and C uh, you can just stay up to date whenever he uh post them or whatever yeah you know something like that anyway uh we're gonna close it out uh if you're watching the video not gonna hear the song but if you're listening you are going to hear the song alex which song do i want to hear you want you want some freedom i want some fucking freedom thanks for listening guys see ya Hanging out of
So I bite my lip Even mess with my children And you're screaming at my wife Get off of my bed If you wanna get out of here alive Freedom That's what I want Thank you. 